Welcome to The Workplace, where we talk about the cultures we work in and how to make them better for everyone. I'm Andrew Scarcell. This episode, we're talking with Janet Scollett of TD Bank Group about creating a culture of care through scalable platforms and innovative thinking when it comes to employee appreciation. Join us after the interview for Tangible Takeaways, where we'll talk about the ideas and actions we can take with us and implement in our own workplace cultures. Janet Scollett is the Senior Manager of Global Recognition Programs at TD Bank Group, where she's worked for an impressive 21 years and counting. She's overseen the adoption of a new enterprise-wide recognition platform to enable easy access and consistent experiences for showing appreciation at their organization. Throughout the pandemic, TD managed to inspire appreciation for 100% of employees who were thanked for their contributions. Janet was interviewed by me, and our conversation was just the inspiration needed to look at the challenges we're currently facing as opportunities to reassess and grow. Let's get to it. Hi, Janet. Welcome to the workplace. Hi, Andrew. How are you today? I am doing great. So I wanted to talk to you about TD Bank's culture because there has been a lot of change, a little bit of chaos over the last couple of years. And you guys have managed to thrive through it. And so that's why you're here, is to help us learn and maybe brag a little bit. So I'm curious, we should just start with your culture. How would you describe TD Bank's culture to, say, a new employee? Well, that's a great question. You know, I don't know if a lot of people know, but um, you know, across TD, we are a global footprint, um, and we have colleagues, and there's 90,000 of them and, and more, that are unified by our collective purpose. We really try to instill, you know, we enrich the lives of our customers, colleagues, and communities. It's called the three C's. And it's really a unique culture within TD because it's built on commitment. We are committed to diversity and inclusion care and respect. And it's really the foundation of who we are as an organization. And until you work in TV, you don't really understand that it's really reflected in each action we take and interaction with our customers and, and each other. Um, it's our culture that motivates our colleagues, inspires the great work that we do, and it attracts and retains our top talent. We only make our business stronger when we recognize the unique talents of everyone and everyone on the team, everyone powers e each other to grow their skills, to make an impact at work and in our communities. Um, even the most challenging circumstances I find over the past year and a half that we've all been dealing with, with COVID, we've always been there for our customers, our communities and each other. And we're proud that we've created this environment where employees and customers feel comfortable regardless of their background, 
experience and abilities. And I feel I've grown so much personally, as well as professionally in all my years at TD. And a career here means that you have the support and resources to reach your full potential. I like you mentioning the impact of culture, not just on the people who work there, but the customers as well, because I think sometimes that's uh, forgotten a little bit. It's not just for the people that work there. It's for everyone who interacts with your uh, organization. So what are the values that define the culture and, and make it different from other, other cultures around the world? Uh, I should say, workplace cultures around the world. Yeah, like TD has a very um, unique uh, value proposition. It's simple, but it's clear. And it really hones in and expresses TD's vision, purpose, and our shared commitments, which really helps in you know colleagues really understand the behavior expectation, and it really helps, uh, you know, shape our culture. The shared commitments are truly our behaviors that differentiate TD and help guide the way that we, you know, behave in the bank, run our business, grow our leaders, support each other as colleagues, and serve our communities. There's five shared commitments at TD that we value and you know, as we talked about before, it's all around the customer. We want to think like our customers. And when we think like our customers, we act like an owner and we partner alongside them as owners. We also want to execute with speed and impact for those customers. And in order to meet the customer needs, you better, you know, innovate with purpose. And and then the last one really is our focus around developing our colleagues. Um, Without our colleagues, we're not servicing our customers. So we always have to develop ourselves. And, and we use these commitments throughout the bank to help set objectives, um, evaluate our performance. When we talk about recognition, it's how we recognize and reward our colleagues, how we build skills, capabilities we need to be continually successful in the organization. And I would say that the shared commitments are one of the key elements of the TD Appreciate program, which is TD's global recognition platform for appreciation recognition in the bank. Yeah, I think one of the most impressive uh, accomplishments you've had over the last couple of years is your success with appreciation and recognition. Now, it's it's not one of the five shared commitments. I guess it's probably under develop our colleagues, right? But what role does appreciation and recognition play in fulfilling TD's culture? How does it fit in with everything else? Yeah, that's that's a loaded question, but (laughs) let me try. We try to to load all of our questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me try to answer that um, as best that I can. I mean, I think to truly understand the value of appreciation, we need to understand how it impacts relationships. And when I say relationships, I I mean, like, how do we feel about ourselves, our well-being, our psychological safety? Um, We all have a, you know, a direct impact on productivity and results in the bank, but appreciation and recognition needs to be integrated. 
and integrated meaning like with the flow of everyday work and part of all of our interactions and our relationships. We want to make sure that, you know, these moments of appreciation are timely, but not just timely, but authentic and inspiring and effective. We want to make sure we're amplifying colleague engagement and the connectedness and well-being, especially during COVID-19, has been really brought to the forefront for us and many organizations. But I think TD continues to have a tremendous opportunity to impact our culture and the success of our business by ensuring colleagues really do feel valued for who they are and and their contributions to TD and, and supporting our strategy. So do you think that companies should be focusing on culture right now in the way that you are? Or do you think that maybe it's not necessary for every company to be focusing on culture? Hmm. You know, in my opinion, I really feel that companies need to continuously nurture their culture. Like it's not a one and done thing. Um, Corporate culture is the foundation of business success, bottom line. So like in a nutshell, I think companies' culture plays such a strategic role in differentiating a business from its competitors. And I would say over the last year, many companies have been rethinking um, what their future workplace will look like after the, the pandemic. And I think that was your IG 2021 um, title as well, rethinking, because I, I really think at TD, in particular, our planning and thinking is centered around maintaining and enhancing our unique and inclusive culture for both our current and future employees. So we're really taking a thoughtful approach that takes into account the diverse nature of our business with hundreds of types of roles and teams uh, you know, across our vast geographical footprint. You know, like for us, culture is much bigger than being in the office or working remotely or working hybridly. It's about giving flexibility, leading with that empathy, driving performance and development, and promoting inclusion in all aspects of our business. You know, this means everything from how people are onboarded and trained to how they collaborate and show appreciation every day. And maintaining and enhancing our culture remain part of our focus as we plan to reopen our offices in the near future. It sounds like you have a very holistic approach to culture, not just, like you said, on onboarding or or even just on appreciation. It's just one aspect, right? It is. Some of your success culturally uh, has come from the increase in participation in your recognition program that happened during all of this chaos and, and change. You were able to grow the engagement and participation to something as high as 90% of people participating, which is fantastic, by the way. Kudos. Um, but how did you go about getting so many people engaged and bought into the idea of a consistent, meaningful appreciation in the midst of all this change. Yeah, change is inevitable, but I, I can tell you the COVID-19 pandemic, 
even though it's been challenging over the past few years, I really feel that every challenge provides us with an opportunity to rethink and positively embrace that change and adapt to the, you know, meeting the needs of our, our colleagues. And as I mentioned before, our customers and our communities, I mean, TD appreciate, you know, the program itself is offered to the 90,000 employees across the bank globally. And we've really promoted it to, sh to help people show appreciation to everyone, not only their efforts, but their accomplishments. It's so simple. It's fast. It's easy way on their desktop or through their mobile app to just show appreciation every day. Um, TD has promoted the use of a variety of TD branded e-cards actually that we have on our platform. And um, there's various opportunities throughout the year. And many business leaders have leveraged TD Appreciate to show appreciation and give recognition um, with and without points for a variety of individuals and team accomplishments. It's been an amazing journey. Yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's not just about promoting it, but it's about removing barriers, right? Making it easier. I think maybe that's something that uh, isn't as discussed as much. You know, you want to like, you want to promote things and talk about all the great things going on, but just as important, make it easy. <laughs> so true. So what did you learn uh, over the past couple years uh, as you were achieving this uh, quite remarkable level of impact uh, that was there anything that surprised you about that? Something that you didn't expect? I, I don't surprise easily. So nothing really like surprised me where I was knocked off my feet. But what I can tell you is um, I've been hearing so many inspirational stories about how colleagues and leaders have embraced TD Appreciate in creative ways to show their colleagues and teams how much they are valued. You know, I've been reminded that TD Appreciate is one of those tools that leaders and colleagues use every day to show appreciation at TD. But not only that, it's how the leaders and colleagues really have brought those moments to life. And that has been what has created the impact. Mm. Well, let's talk about some of those moments because, you know, there are a lot of uh, big impacts and big experiences from recognition programs. But I'm curious about the smaller impacts that perhaps might go unnoticed except to HR leaders like you who are, you know, paying attention more than perhaps other employees are. Yeah, as I mentioned, you know, when I talk to colleagues, when I talk to leaders about how appreciation and recognition has impacted their teams, I'm amazed by the variety of stories that are told. And I'll give you one example. One of our retail market managers in the U.S., he sends daily appreciation to his entire region. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he highlights colleagues' achievements to help inspire other pe other colleagues. Um, you know, when I talked to him, I wanted to share a quote because I think this really provides the power of appreciation in what he said. He said, appreciation is critical to our team's success. It's also great for one's mental health, especially as we are living in a time of uncertainty and disruption. 
even though colleagues may be going through a tough situation in their personal life, they come to work because they feel appreciated and supported by their peers and by leadership. Some colleagues have told me that the store is their haven. A store is their haven. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's really hard to underplay or I should say downplay how important that is because I think everybody is searching for that kind of feeling right now. And to be able to find that at work is a little rare, you know? I, it can be a little scary sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. going out, going outside of your home <laughs> these days. So what are you excited about for this upcoming year, 2022? Uh, I know hope is a little hard to come by these days, but I'm curious what you're hopeful for. Wow. Um, I'm hopeful for a lot of things, but what I can tell you, though, I'm really excited about continuing our journey that we're on to cultivate and grow and focus on strengthening working relationships. Um, And we align this all to our culture of care. Like I'm so encouraged by the multitude of possibilities that exist to positively impact TD's culture through a more integrated approach that we're taking. Well, you've had a lot of success and now you get to build on it. So you are a believer in the power of recognition and appreciation to impact culture. But I'm curious what message you have for other HR leaders who maybe aren't believers or, or maybe just beginning to believe and are wondering how recognition can make an impact in their own workplace culture. Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned um, in the recording of my masterclass, you know, the, the main question I had for HR leaders to ask themselves are like, when you think about business value and appreciation, what is the right balance? between you know that whole intrinsic motivation versus that extrinsic for your organization to drive engagement you know i really encourage hr leaders to really be bold and to push the boundaries of our thinking around the possibilities to continually positively impact you know organizational culture you know knowing that the strategies that TD puts in place may be very different from other organizations. The fact is, you know, there is opportunities to continually push the boundaries and to create an impact to any business organizational culture. Indeed. Yeah. You can't, you can't just take somebody else's approach to culture and appreciation, but I think that's good advice to just keep pushing. Don't rest on your laurels keep trying things, trying new things, and uh, it'll have a a big impact. Absolutely.
When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher. Middle school, high school, kindergarten? You know, I wanted to be a math teacher, believe it or not. At the time, at the time, I was going to say, I had a, um, a teacher in high school that said to me, Janet, you are so strong in the maths and business, and we need more female teachers. You would be a great role model because you've got great communication skills. So I took that to heart, and I actually, when I was taking business courses at university, I took a couple of um, teaching courses or educational courses and found out, no, I couldn't picture myself in a classroom with 30 children. So I, I just continued to focus in business. And here I am. So if you could snap your fingers and remove a corporate buzzword or phrase from the universe, what would it be? Well, there's many I'd want to snap my fingers and make them disappear, but um, I'm going to make you choose just one. Okay. Just one. I would have to say work life balance. It's been a bit of a pet peeve for me over the years, to be honest. Mm, uh, I hear and, that. You know what? If I can take a minute, yeah. If I can take a minute and explain why, um, Please. like I just feel the term is so overused. I mean, I guess for me, being a mom of two kids, like I, I just feel like, especially in this day and age with COVID, right? Like it's truly impossible to separate work from home especially for me because I've been working from home like exactly most of us for the past year and a half going on two years. Right. But for me, COVID aside, like for me, I view work as part of my life, uh, but my life has many interconnected pieces. So for me, I have to be engaged in all aspects of my life. And sometimes it's about making tough decisions, even daily on what, um, I'm going to focus on, so I'll have kind of well-being in mind. Like, you know, I think all of us have to make tough decisions, whether it be day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, or even year-to-year, like as our circumstances change. Um, and I think COVID's taught, taught a lot of us that, right? That you just have to sometimes pivot and, and switch gears. But I know for me, you know, at times... I may have to lean in a little bit harder to work maybe extra hours to get some, get, you know, a project done or something, or at other times I've got home commitments or, you know, I I do a lot of volunteerism in the community in which I live. So sometimes I've got to lean in harder there at times. So I don't see my life as something that I need to have a hundred percent balance. I, I think it begins around what's your focus and what's going to keep me having my well-being. And for me, well-being is all about having a positive attitude and doing my utmost to do great things. And to me, that's what, you know, makes me have a meaningful uh, life in all aspects, including work. So what advice do you have for other HR leaders who are looking to improve or grow their own workplace culture? Yeah, for me, when I boil everything down in terms of culture, for me, it's all about let's start with relationships. You know, if we focus on developing and maintaining, you know, 
personal, authentic, meaningful, trusted, and and I experienced this today, accountable relationships with others. In the workplace, I I really feel that's at the heart of culture is is having great relationships. Couldn't agree more. What was the last thing you read that really stuck with you? It could be a book, an article, a tweet. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of great things lately. Um, but I think what what struck a chord with me was actually um, Adam Grant mm. when he spoke at the Influence Greatness Conference about rethinking workplace culture. And I think what what really struck a chord with me was when he talked about culture carriers, you know, he really stressed the importance of celebrating, appreciating and leveraging culture carriers. And we call them NTD influencers, but irregardless of what you call them, I think, you know, for him, uh, they were people that stood out who go above and beyond to exemplify the values and to spread the norms and but he really reinforced that it was not only about reinforcing the current culture which at times i think we're very um you know focused on current culture but he said the culture carriers should be also about evolving it right so when we talk about you know evolution of culture or improving culture um, it's those cultural carriers that can really do that. And so that really struck with me and it spoke to the importance of tapping into those influencers in your organization. And, and it may not be people that you readily think of. So it, it caused me to pause and go, Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Adam Grant is great at providing those, those moments of, Oh, I need to rethink what I thought about this thing I thought I knew. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Describe the workplace culture of your dreams. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Hmm. You know, if I could wave a magic wand and work in the workplace of my dreams, honestly, it would be very similar to the, the environment I work in today. Um, like first and foremost, I give this advice to people I mentor, even to my kids. Like I truly believe that if you love what you do and you're passionate about it, you'll make a meaningful difference and you'll be successful. Like at the end of the day, like we want to enjoy our work. And if you enjoy your work, it won't seem like work at all. And I'm not I'm not saying that there won't be stressful days. I'm, I'm not saying that there won't be challenges or obstacles to overcome. But if you truly love what you do, you'll have a positive attitude towards work. Um, and the other thing, you know, over the years when I've been working that I've been reminded of that's so important in terms of workplace culture is those relationships I was talking about, those that, that team at work aspect. Um so going back to your original question, my dream is to work in an environment in which excellent and healthy working relationships are truly at the forefront. Um, you know, if all colleagues should work in an environment that, that they feel comfortable in to be themselves or open to communicating with each other, um, 
open to showing appreciation and encouragement to one another, share ideas, grow their skill sets, their knowledge, and ultimately innovate. Um, they'll they'll push the envelopes in terms of thinking, and and I believe that's what will create a great uh, workplace culture. I like that you took the magic wand from the first question and applied it to the last one. <laughs> first guest to do that. <laughs> Well, Janet, I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your successes, your challenges, and your thoughts about what workplace culture can and should be. Um, I can tell that you are truly passionate about what you do, and I think you're making a meaningful difference. So appreciate you coming on here and uh, preaching to the choir. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. time for tangible takeaways where we take big ideas down to the allotted patch of the community garden clear a spot for them right next to the rutabagas amending the soil with some organic compost and free-range fertilizer equal parts nitrogen phosphorus and potassium with just a touch of sand and vermiculite before sitting back on a lawn chair with a cool glass of lemonade to watch our ideas take root and begin to sprout beautiful blossoms of possibility and wonder. The first takeaway is actually, well, five. TD's five shared commitments are the behaviors that define how TD wants to grow its business while supporting and empowering its workforce. Let's review. One, think like a customer. When each employee thinks like a customer, their actions are seen in a new light unlocking a new perspective that leads to greater empathy and customer retention. Two, act like an owner. Much like the first, this commitment will ensure that each employee maintains a globally-minded perspective regarding the organization as a whole. Three, execute with speed and impact. No cutting corners. Simply work to achieve a desired outcome with appropriate action and haste. Four, Innovate with purpose. It's easy to come up with new processes and approaches, but for maximum value, it's essential that we have a goal in mind, a desired outcome, as we abandon old methods for new ones. Five, develop our colleagues. No one works in a vacuum. Okay, astronauts work in a vacuum, but the rest of us earthbound workers must rely on each other to grow and develop. 
I need your feedback and you need mine if we want to reach our full potential. Your organization may have different principles and commitments, but TD demonstrates that having shared goals across your organization is what's needed to succeed when your workforce spans across continents. The second takeaway is that while the pandemic has brought its fair share of pain and disruption to our lives and livelihoods, it's also provided an apt moment to pause and reevaluate our organization's priorities and programs. What's working? What isn't? Are we meeting the needs of our employees and our customers? And more than just asking the question, once we see the necessary change, it's time to move forward and execute with speed and impact so we can truly grow and innovate with purpose. The third is that if you want to innovate with purpose in your own life, start with self-care. Maybe it's time to pull the trigger with your hairdresser and rock those bangs you've been dreaming of. Is it time to shave that COVID beard you've been, quote, working on all year? Maybe it's time to take that keto cooking class and kickstart a healthier diet. Or at least take kickboxing? As for me, I'm going to spend some time this year on a bit of old-fashioned correspondence. Dear Tabitha, How is the new century finding you? Have you gotten those bangs you were talking about? What do you make of the new Marvel series on Disney Plus? I confess I have not seen it, though I do find Owen Wilson very charming. This episode was narrated by yours truly and produced by Anna Karap with writing, music, and sound design by Daniel Foster Smith. If you liked this episode, or even if you didn't, please rate, review, and of course, subscribe to The Workplace wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a burning question about workplace culture or a story about why your workplace culture is the best or worst, send it to theworkplace at octanner.com. The Workplace is sponsored by OC Tanner, the global leader in engaging workplace cultures. OC Tanner's Culture Cloud provides a single modular platform for influencing and improving employee experiences through recognition, career anniversaries, leadership, and more. If you want your organization to become a place where people can't wait to come to work in the morning, go to octanner.com. <laughs>